tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. What up, y'all? Welcome to the Love Hour for Men Only. I am your host, Kev, on stage. I have my good friends, Spice Adams and Andy Mino, both first-time guests on the pod. Much love, much love. And today, uh, actually, let me give them a chance. If you're not familiar with them, I'm just assuming you know because I know. But if you're not familiar with Andy, Andy, let them know how they should know about you, what you do for a living, and your favorite ice cream. Yeah, you already know uh, Rocky Roads in the building. Um, now I'm a gelato guy. Feel me, baby? Uh, oh, okay. That's an Italian kid in me. Now my name's Andy Minio. Uh, rap for a living. That's Does that sound weird to say? I rap for a living. Used to, but at this point, it's just what it is. It really is, man. It's just, what it is. <laughs> just what it is. Just what it is. And Spice Adams. Yeah, Anthony Spice Adams, former NFLer, San Francisco 49ers and Chicago Bears, now current co-host of Great American Bacon Show on ABC and here locally inside the Bears with Chicago Bears on Fox. So you're getting that. I was going to say my wife loves the American Baking Show, but she just likes the British version better. <laughs> the American is just the, the spin-off version. So the American, it's like, yeah, you guys should just make a muffin. <laughs> Over there, they're like doing cream pies and crazy. All right, it go down. I can't make none of it. So I, I can't I was in uh London when Spice was in London, and we we were so far from, I didn't realize London was that big until that day. I was like, bro, London Spice, you were an hour and a half from me, bro. He was like, Yeah, man, it's crazy. Oh I'm man, you had to get on the train and some more stuff, man. It's it's draining, bro. Trying to get places, man. It's how, like how New York. Yeah. Say what? How long were you out there? I was out there for about five, six weeks. You took the family the whole time, right? No, no, no. They were. Uh, this was in August, so they came out uh, maybe like the first week, and then the kids had to go back go to school. Dope. Okay. Well, yeah. if y'all don't know, Spice and Andy are both married. So, Andy, tell us uh, how long you've been married, how you met your wife, all that jazz. Yeah. Uh, five years. We just hit, um, we're actually probably coming up on six now this year. So yeah, August will be six. And, uh, we met, I was doing an event. Um, well, actually, uh, apparently when we tra- backtrack the story, we had actually come in contact a few times and didn't even realize we were mm. the same people, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. uh, a couple of events, she was in a, uh, a college club that I was also in. So we had mutual friends. Uh, she went to a different college than I did. And, um, but one night, the first night that we hung out, I was at an event. She was there. I was actually performing, uh, and she had just come to bring some friends with her, you know, some some younger kids that she was sending, and yeah. uh, she did not care whatsoever, which is one of the things that was probably the most attractive. Really? To me about yeah, she just, she, she just was like, she was like, "Who are you? I don't care." And I was like, "You must be mine," you know. So, uh, yeah, she ain't care, and um. 
we all went out to dinner. She says I invited myself because she was going to go out with a friend. I was like, listen, it's what I do, all right? <laughs> yeah, everyone's hanging out. We're going to go eat. We went out and ate, and, uh, you know, I just was like, hey, this was fun. Let's do it again. So we we hung out a few more times, and it didn't go well. Really? Yeah, mm. it was just we hung out like two, three times, and she's an introvert. I'm loud, extroverted, and she was just kind of quiet and like, yeah, I'm not going to – not gonna like lean into this and i was like hey let's just be friends so yo we just cut it off and for the next two years yeah you, ha you had ulterior motives That's what that was. <laughs> well you know what it was i was just like oh she's she's just not my type of girl she can't like she's not gonna be um having like all this dialogue with me and 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 we're gonna be so her quietness was not attractive to me i was like oh then we ain't you ain't the one but lo and behold, it was just as an introvert, you just open up to people slower. And mm. she's actually brilliant. Like she's just such a brilliant yeah. lady. And it just took time. Uh, and there was no pressure after we became friends. So it was like, all right, we're not dating. And over the next two years, we would see each other at events, mutual friends, stuff like that. We just built a friendship. And through that friendship, I realized, wow, this girl's actually amazing. It just wasn't what I thought it was in the first couple hangouts, you know? He managed so, to stick with it. Yeah, man. I, I think friendship was the thing that saved our whole thing. It was like we actually had a chance to become friends. But when you when you go on dates, sometimes that's like it puts all this extra pressure because yeah. there's like an expectation like this has to work out and become something romantic. So when it didn't, it actually helped. It's crazy. Can you imagine being with somebody that has your personality? Y'all be fighting for the jokes and the spotlights. It'd be exhausting. Oh, man. Yep. <laughs> you know, my wife, the party time, she lets me shine. She don't be trying to take. She don't be trying to take the spotlight. She know this is my time to shine. Come on, man. This camera. <laughs> I need mine. <laughs> All right, Spice. How did you and, and the lovely Mrs. Adams meet? We met in high school in 1994. So That's I a good was year for hip hop. It Great. was the 90s, banging dog. I remember at 96, All Eyes wow. on Me. My cousin had a drop top Mustang. I just learned how to drive. Ooh, I used to be pushing Boy. that mug. I was I used to be going like forty though. That <laughs> man, you rev that thing up, man. It was a great year for hip hop and one of the best NBA drafts ever. Ninety six was a good year. Ninety six, big body sitting on Chrome. You were like that was wow. Dog, dudes used to skip school, go out and get the Jordans. <laughs> not not me though. Not me. I used to, you know see everybody leaving but I, I stayed put <laughs> but yeah 94 uh i played football with her brothers uh i was at offensive guard and uh her little brother was at center so i never really pressed the issue on uh on my wife because i just felt like that'd be weird like i'm i'm dating one of my teammates sister so yeah. i never really pressed the issue in, in high school even though like i liked her and she was like on my jock, you know, she was feeling me a lot. Or, you know what I'm saying? I never really or. gave her the time of day, but uh, I kept in contact with her throughout college. And then my senior year, I was at Penn State. She was at FAMU. Shout out to the HBCU. Yeah. FAMU, the yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then uh, we got married 2006. So 14 years, man. 14 yeah. years we've been married. Yeah. yeah. We so got I've four been, kids now. You got one boy and three girls, oh, right? One boy, three girls. 12, 10, 8, and 7. Woo! 
Yeah, dog. Pray for me, man. Pray for me. You know, me and my wife are beefing right now about having kids. She's like, let's do it. And I was like, why? So um, she said, let's have a baby. I said, baby steps. Uh, I don't understand what the rush is. So, Bro, take your time, Andy. My kids, bruh, it's a life-changing thing. It is. It's the best and the worst. The the right. longer you wait, the more your ACLs gonna pop. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, y'all five years married, you keep waiting. By the time you know y'all get to ten, and you be like, all right, let's have one. Like, you that much closer to your ACL popping on doing some regular stuff. Uh, I was I was just playing the game, and I just felt the pop. It'd be uh, stupid stuff that happened, stuff uh, that should never happen. Oh, uh, you know, I was just laying down and I felt like a twinge in my hamstring. It'd be dumb stuff that, that hurts. <laughs> you don't even have cool stories. At least you'd be like, oh, I saw this this dog that was up in a tree and it was falling. I went to go like, it don't even be cool stuff like that. It'd be like, oh man, I bent over to get in the car and then my back slipped out of place. Yeah. It'd be just, the dumbest junk in the world. It's just super washed. It just happens. It just like, yeah, like I, um, what I have, my, menis- my meniscus, like a meniscus tear. Yeah. And uh, I just had the surgery on it and everyone's like, oh, damn, man, you had surgery. What happened? And I was like, was playing basketball and I just like stepped in one direction and it just happened. And they'd be waiting. They'd be waiting like, okay, but then what the happened after that? So then, I was like, so then I called my wife. Pick me up. Uh, so then we went to the hospital. No, it just yeah, it's crazy. And and I talked to my boy. He played. He uh, does um for the Nets. He or the the Hawks. He's like one of the trainers for the Hawks. So he deals with basketball injuries and all stuff. And I, <laughs> he was like, I was describing what was going on in my knee. He was like, Yeah, you tore your meniscus. He's like, You're just at that age where like you've been Bro, around on it your I whole hate life. To hear it. You're just washed. That is, you got diagnosed with being washed, bro. Just washed. That's all it is. <laughs> all right. So first thing I want to know, um, what was some of the things about being a husband that that were more difficult for you than you thought were going to be? Mm. You want to take it, Spice? I got one, but I don't want to overtalk. Nah, yeah. man. Go ahead, Andy. I think it was um, meeting my wife's expectations, man. You know, you both come in, you both have expectations. And uh, she had grown up a certain way, and I grew up a certain way. And she's just like, yo, this is the way I want to live life. And I was like, well, this is the way I want to live life. And you got to figure out how to meet in the middle. Um, For her, it was like, hey, here's, you know, like one day. (laughs) You learn by error, right? Yeah, of course. Hey, uh, heads up. We don't eat at the couch. And I was like, what you talking about? She was like. We eat together at a table. That's just what we do. We are the Minio family. And I was like, for real? That's that's what you need in life? She's like, I need <laughs> you to do this. And I was like, all right, bet. So now, like, th- that was an expectation. She has, like, that's what we did as a family. That's what I want us to do. One day she walked in. And uh, she walked in after a long day of work. And I'm sitting down in the studio. And I'm, like, working on music. She's like, hey, babe. I was like, hey, what's up? And I just keep on, like, working. Yo, boy, that was the last time I ever did that. <laughs> Buddy, she was like, so you just gonna stay right there and not get up and walk over and welcome me and give me a hug and a kiss now that I'm in the house? And I was like, why are you crazy? Why are you? 
Why you got the crazy look in your eyes? Why are you crazy? And I was like, listen, I'm not a puppy. I don't just jump up at people when they come walk through the door. It's just not what I do. But, you know, it was all those things, learning how to love her, learning what she needed to be to feel loved. And, uh, you know, I had to communicate the same thing. Like, I feel loved when you do this thing. I need, I need this, you know. And so we had to communicate our expectations. That was a lot harder than I thought because I just felt, you know, what the way we was rocking when we was dating was just was going to translate the same way and different needs. It's always funny the first time you realize something you did in marriage wasn't going to fly. But the moment you were like, what's up? She was like, huh. OK. Like, what's up's not cool? No. Mm. <laughs> I need more. <laughs> That's not going to do it for me, Andy. What? Get up. <laughs> you're going to turn the computer off. You're going to take the headphones off. And you're going to hug me. OK, Andy? Yeah. <laughs> you're going to have a tough rest of the day, rest of the week, all right? I don't know how y'all did it in New York. But you're gonna hug me. <laughs> the thing you said, Andy, you said we're the minios now. Like, wait, that was my last name. No, no, no. We're the minio. This is how we do it over here. <laughs> yeah, we we don't eat on the couch. Yeah. We don't. She 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 included you. That's good. She included you. That's funny because my wife's family used to eat dinner together. From what I understood, and my family, my mom just made dinner and left it on the stove. And when you were hungry, you came and got it. And you ate and and then you just like we never ate dinner together like that and it was never even a big thing i was never even tripping because it wasn't unusual my, my wife's mom used to make dinner or breakfast for them every single day and they used to eat dinner together and i was just like bro that's cool man y'all was like the cleavers that's that's amazing that y'all do that what about you spice i think it is more like understanding and uh like just recognizing that we're both different so and it's like not right, not wrong, just different. Like it took me a while to like grasp that that concept. And it took, you know, a, a lot of us going to a lot of uh, Christian conferences and stuff like that to just understand that she's not like me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like, how can you just just like little stuff too? just like how can you uh like tomatoes, but not like ketchup. Like what is like what is wrong? Like I don't understand that. He likes tomatoes and she don't like ketchup. I'm like, brother, it's the base ingredient in ketchup. <laughs> like, why why do you pour your milk first and then add the cereal? Like, why? Like to me, it's wrong, but it's not, it's just different. And so I had to like understand that. And then, like, you know, just like y'all were saying, like, how you were raised. Like, you know, I got everything from extension cords to going to get the my own switch to going to get my own belt to get whoopings with. You know what I'm saying? And now it's like, well, why did you try talking? I was like, what? <laughs> talking? What are we doing there? Let my hands talk. <laughs> I mean, you talk as you whoop, you know. You <laughs> Every syllable. I told you not to go. That's the Every topic. word. So did your Every wife not grow up getting beat, Spice? Oh, no. She got, she got, she got, they got down with the get down over there. Oh, she just wasn't trying to whoop your kids. Nah, 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 nah. We wow. we on some different stuff, man. My kids, my kids be over here on the treadmill and stuff, man. My kids be right over here. <laughs> yeah, be right over there on that too, man. 
We got an elliptical over there in a rower. They 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 see all of it. That's hilarious, man. Sometimes the kids just drive you crazy, and you gotta put them on the elliptical, whoop them, and you gotta sit down and have a glass of wine. Picture this. Right. Finishing a glass of wine, and just as you're about to pour another, it happens. The realization that you're all out and there's no backup bottle. Thanks to First Leaf, you won't have to worry about running out of wine because they deliver it right to your door. Listen, me and my wife be on the whites and the reds and the Zinfandel and the Riesling and the Cat. We love it all, man. Start by taking a quick quiz to assess your wine drinking preferences. Then First Leaf will send you six expertly picked bottles of wine based on your answers. Just give each bottle a thumbs up or a thumbs down online and First Leaf will take care of the rest. You can also choose what type of wine you want in your box. First Leaf updates their inventory every month. Subscriptions are super flexible. I can choose when and how often I get shipment. First Leaf has a 100% satisfaction guarantee. So if you receive a bottle you ain't into, First Leaf will cover the cost. Sign up today to get six bottles of wine for only $29.95 plus free shipping. Just go to tryfirstleaf.com slash love. That's six bottles of wine for only $29.95 at tryfirstleaf.com slash love. So I want to talk about what your wife wishes you knew. The first thing I want to know is what do you wish your wife knew about you in regards to the bedroom? To the bedroom? That's sex. What, what she wishes, wait, what? What she wishes you knew, right? Okay, so I'll go first. I wish my wife knew that it is like, I want you, I want to feel wanted too, okay? I don't want to always ask for the draws. Some days I want the draws to be offered up. As a GTD, got the draws I want to come in, lay down. I want to come out the shower. She'd be like, oh, you just got out the shower? Oh, great. Taking, Take your shirt off. Take your drawers off. You're all mine. I want to be ravished, taking advantage. I want to be like, oh, my God, too much, too soon. That's what I want. I don't want to always have to ask. I mean, some days you go by the donut store, wouldn't it be great? They're like, hey, man, take a donut. It's on us. That's what I want. Sometimes I want to feel one the same way she wants to compliment. Hey, do I look nice? Do I look pretty? And be like, hey man, do you want this butt? This could be all yours. Go instead on. of this, instead of this, like I yeah, the turnover. Turnover, just make it quick. Oh, I don't even care. Quick. I don't even care. You can do turnover, you can do whatever you want. <laughs> this guy's a sociopath. As long as I get the buzz, man. I just need a hole. I just, I just need. <laughs> hey, hey as, long, as long as I get the buns, man. Hey, you, you deal with that later. That's on yeah. you. Hey, you, you, you deal with God on that. I know my God know my heart. I'm just trying to get them buns. Hey, look, I, 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 I wish my wife knew that when I enter the bedroom, just give, just give up the drawers. Cause I'm not, I'm not gonna be like, no, nah, I don't feel like it. Like, what? What is that? Not never, not never. It, 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 a perfect score. Yo, Anytime she's offering, yes. The answer is always yes. I've been there's been times in my marriage where I'm like, I'm mad at her. I'm not giving her nothing, no matter what. Nah, I've never, I've never felt like that. 
Like, hey, I'm like, you know what? I have no morals. I can't stand for nothing. I can't pick it. I'm weak. I'm taking it every time. I'm trash. Yes. I can't. I'm. I'm. I, I never can be mad at you. She got it, but I can't do that to her. I'm like, all right, girl. I'm, I'm finna give this to you. She's like, yeah. Right, I'm cool. I can't. I can't go 24 hours mad. I can't do it. Nah. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. I just spoke with a friend, right? And he was telling me a wild, wild story about him and his wife and his million kids. And my man said, yeah, for like, I said, bro, do you think you're addicted to sex? And he was like, absolutely. I said, how often are you asking for sex, bro? And he said, well, for like eight years, I had to have sex every night and every morning. I'll, I'll be fine with that. No, no, no. Like, he was like got it, earnestly requesting like, yo, oh. we need to do. And I was like, that's, that's a lot, bro. That's twice a day. Fam, I'm good at like twice a week. Like I'm chilling. I'm not, I'm not good with that. <laughs> not good with twice a week. No. Man, I need, I I need more frequency, man. I need more pelvic thrust to happen. Hey, I feel you, but Listen, I just I like, yo, it's all over the gamut. I I used to feel like that. I was like, yeah, yeah. If someone said, "Are you addicted to sex?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every guy, and then I'm like, I really, it's I don't need, I don't need that. Are you lower desire, Andy? Say what? Are you lo lo the lower desire partner in your relationship? No, I'm not. But because uh, I'm no, I'm not. So, but that's the thing is, I'm like, I, I don't understand. Like that's that's difficult to come up off it twice a day. That's a lot, and I a I lot, like bro. a lot, but that every twice morning, a day, yeah. And you said they got kids too. Eight kids. Oh man! Wow. wow. Like, I can't imagine. Lot, I'm, bro. I'm trying. But at least three of them got to be out the house by now, though, right? Nah, they just getting to that age, 17. Oh, my. He has eight children all in the house together in, in this day and age with no farm to build. And trying to get it twice during quarantine? He wants he wants dessert and breakfast. How? And Good luck with that. Top of the day. So I just like, yo, that's a lot, bro. I, I can understand why she not, you know, because he's like upset. And I was like, I but. Nah, you got to get over lot, that man. one, man. Oh, Eight you got to let, let that go, bro. And you doing, you doing two a days? <laughs> I ain't done two a days since high school. That's what I'm saying, bro. Like, come on, man. Eight children. Bro, mm -hmm. you win. You What more do you want from me? I don't, I don't know how you going to do that. You I wouldn't have to hire a concubine at this point. Just, <laughs> that's insane. I, I, two, three, three to four is great. And it's an averages thing. Sometimes three to four means six times a week. Sometimes it means once or twice. As long as we average out per month at about three to four a week. But I wouldn't even feel right asking every day. I'd be like, all right. I don't even want to deal with the rejection. I can't even take I could there's only yeah. if I if it weren't for a fear of rejection, I probably would ask way more. But I don't be I don't be doing too well with the no. I, I, I don't care. <laughs> I mean, that's 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 basically you know how I got with my wife. She said no so many times. I was just like, to me, no is like the first sign of negotiation. <laughs> like, cause I mean, you think about a contract, the first offer is always gonna be like, nah, we not, we not giving you that. Like a million dollars, nah. Let's do eight. Then you're like, nah. All right, let's do nine. All right, deal. You know what I'm saying? Like you gotta, you gotta, you gotta work your way up, up on it. You know what I'm saying? What about now? You know, I go shave real quick. 
<laughs> Hit it with the, <laughs> what about that? Oh, that ain't get you? Okay. Let's put a little part in it. Put a little part up there. What about that? Oh, it changed the outfit. Maybe maybe you like the silk. Maybe, maybe you like the silk pajamas. All right. Switch it up on the one time. You know what I'm saying? Keep it spontaneous, man. She never know what she's going to get, man. <laughs> if I go to the bathroom, once I shave my head, I literally have nothing else to come back and say, what about now? I Dude, she got to... She got it. She got to read the signs too, man. A lot of times, man, I go, "Hey, I I'll go do the laundry. Don't worry. I got you. I got you. You want to do the dishes? I got you." That right there should like she should know. Like she should be alerted. Like, "Oh, okay. He want the buns." You should, should be alerted. You can't do the laundry just to get the butt cuz then you down there doing laundry. She like, "Nope, nope. I'll do it. Just leave it there. I already know where you are going with that." Oh, no. No. Put it down. I'm good. That's that's what happened to me in my marriage. Well, at least you know. <laughs> at least that's you know. Okay, you can do it, but just know. Just know. The request is still there, even though you didn't do the laundry. Hey, if you gonna do it, I'm just letting you know. Hey, I'm doing this. I, I will do it. <laughs> but speaking of but, run them cheeks. Run them <laughs> cheeks. Back, I hit her with that. Uh, nothing still. <laughs> I'll try that one time, Spike. Like, hey, can I get butt? No, nah. try several times, man. You can't just do one activity. It got to be multiple. No, I'm specifically gonna try. Ha <laughs> ha. Hey, I'll <laughs> tell you what. Seventy-two percent of the time, man, it work every time. It works every time. <laughs> seventy-two, man. A hot seventy-two. Spice said, "Run them cheeks like y'all was Hey, run them cheeks. You know what you got, man. You got me. I make them. I make them. You rake them. Oh snap! Oh my god! Run them cheeks, man. Hey, hey, run them cheeks. Yeah. You know what time it is, man. You already know what time it is. I'm gonna start saying it early, like uh when the world opened back up, we're gonna book a, a, a night at the Waldorf. She's like, hey, what'd you do that for? Run them cheeks. You know what time it is. Exactly. I already know. Tip drill. I'll be I'll be putting my bed in early, waking up in the morning, like, hey. I know you, you know, you 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 do the nocturnal thing. I'm trying to, you know, hop on the good foot, do the bad thing. <laughs> do you What's up with it? Clever phrases. Oh man, anything, man, for the chicks, bro. I get creative. It don't, hey, bro. I'll be trying to get it. You said I hop on the good foot and do the bad thing. You said I'm good for do the bad thing. In you spice. That's the <laughs> in you. You're turning into the old head character that you created. One day I you am. become him. You're gonna be the exact age where you just gonna be the old head. Yeah, man. They just say anything. They can't even have like regular conversations, man. Like, where you going? Heaven, if I live, right? <laughs> like you, I, you could have said you going to the mailbox. Like, come on, bro. <laughs> You just they just they just speak different, man. Oh my gosh. Okay, all right. Next topic. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What do you wish your wife knew about the finances? I'm gonna tell y'all a problem I had early in my marriage. 
Um, it was me trying to be what I thought a man should be, right? I thought, uh, you know, a man should make all the money and pay all the bills. This is what, you know, the media and society had had it imprinted in me. Now you summoning an old head with yeah. that uh, no, thought process. For sure. Absolutely. It was, it was super trash. And the funny thing is, my wife made more money than me forever. So I wasn't even doing that part of my own thing. Like she was smashing me in the income part. So I'm like, yeah, pay your, like I, she worked at the bank in a management training program. And I worked at the, I worked at a daycare. <laughs> I worked at a daycare and she had, uh, she had vacation, uh, salary and all that. I remember I was making like $7 and 35 cent an hour stuff. Like, yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and pay the bills. Like, ah, oh, you're, Cute with your little check, man. God bless you. <laughs> <laughs> How am I gonna pay the bills with her money? So, bless your heart. Oh, for sure. And the thing that I love her for, she never ever made me feel like that. Like she could have done that, and she didn't. Even when I lost my job, she could have. She could have crushed my whole soul when I was fired. I was just a shell of a man. I was like, oh my god, I don't have no money. I gotta, I gotta make uh, lunches for the kids and you. I got you. Got to kiss my forehead on the way out. Come on, man. How am I supposed to be a man? <laughs> What'd you get fired for? Man, I was I was trash overall. What you doing? Stealing boxes for? You trying to make a clubhouse? <laughs> but specifically, I specifically got fired for not meeting my sales goals. But I basically got fired because I told my regional manager. She's like, "What's your dream?" And I was like, "My dream is to be a you know stand up comedian. I want to tour the world doing stand up." And play. She was like, I should have known right then, Andy. Like, she wasn't talking about that. Cause she was like, What was no, what's your dream at this company? And I literally said, No lie. I just work here to pay the bills for now until I make it. I'm, That's I'm, what's up. I told her straight up. And then, like an idiot, went home and told my wife, man, I had a great conversation with Lisa. Me and Lisa, we understand each other. Came back to work. <laughs> Monday morning. Don't even go to your desk, bro. My man is like, hey, let me holler at you, Playboy. 90 days. You got 90 days, bro. 90 days to get in. 90 days to get your little, your little comedy act on the Bro, get your little stuff together. We're going to push you out on your dream. It's funny because even after that, I got caught making color copies. I came in early to make calls, and I was making color copies of a stand-up comedy um show. show. I had a stand-up comedy show. My my post getting fired show, like I was like gonna get fired in two or three weeks. So I was like, let me go ahead and use this color copier while while I got it. I was doing promo. Oh yeah, I, I burned that copy. I print hundreds of copies in blue. <laughs> <laughs> and then I left the original in the copier, and my manager came and like, uh, what's this? I'm like, bro, you ain't even got to pay, bro. I put you on my list. You good? <laughs> and he's <was> like, now. <laughs> We just going to speed up your process. Luckily, I got my life together and I started making better investments. And most of us probably ended up with our bank the same way. We ended up with our friends in elementary school. They were the closest to home. Or our mm. parents chose them for us. And keeping that bank and those friends works fine for a while. But at some point, you realize there's more out there. You start to choose your friends because you have the same interests and you can do the same when it comes to where you keep your money. You can choose better. That's why. 10 years after disrupting the financial services industry and helping hundreds of thousands of customers invest their money automatically, Betterment built a checking account that's designed to work for you because they believe that when it comes to managing your day-to-day -day cash, 
fine is no longer good enough. That's because that's how it's always been. It's no longer an acceptable answer. With betterment checking, you'll get reimbursed for every ATM fee and foreign transaction fee. You're paying access your own money. There are no overdraft fees and no minimum balance requirements to worry about. And Betterment's mobile app means that your nearest branch is always in your pocket. Check your balances, lock your card if it's misplaced, and use your tap to pay debit card anywhere Visa is accepted. It's time for you to put your financial wellness first. Download the Betterment app today. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-M-E-N-T. For the betterment of you, checking will be provided by Betterment Financial LLC in partnership with NBKC Bank. This episode is also sponsored by Blue Chew. Blue Chew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. Blue Chew is prescribed online by licensed physicians, so you don't have to go to the doctor's office or wait in line at the pharmacy, and it ships right to your door in a discreet package. Now you listen to this. If you need two times a day or you don't want to be going round one and you're done, you want to go round two, three, and four, then use Blue True. It'll get you right every time. You understand me? This quarantine ain't the only thing being staying home. Them cheeks is staying home. Run them cheeks. I just popped a Blue Chew. Blue Chew is prescribed online by licensed physicians, so you don't have to go to the doctor's office. Wait in line at the pharmacy, and it ships right to your door in a discreet package. Right now, we got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code LOVE. Just pay $5 shipping. Again, that's B-L-U-E, chew.com, promo code love to try it for free. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, faster choice, and we thank them for sponsoring the podcast. Run them cheeks! (laughs) And now back to the show. (laughs) Hey, man, if you don't... I I had to put myself on mute, man. I'm sorry. Don't keep torturing me with these smooth transition ads. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna get so upset that I could just take a baseball bat and smash something, and that's the reason why I use North Point Anger Management Services. If you ever get angry and you decide that you need some help, I love how the eyes slowly start going to the side, and that's why you should meet with a physician today. And get your appointment <laughs> scheduled. We love to see anger under control, under your budget. Sign up today. Yo, that oh, is man. hilarious. That's that how I get it done, man. My wife usually does these. This is my third podcast today. But you know what? You it happen though. I can't even be upset because you're making it happen, and I know this life right now because. Basically, my only form of income at this point is cameo. So get when someone's got to get their money, I'm not going to hate. You can chop this out if you want. Bro, no, I've been doing cameos too. Every morning when I get up to go walk for an hour and a half, the first 20 or 30 minutes is me doing the cameos. So if you need a happy birthday shout out or you need to encourage someone, one of your friends, and you don't want the same old gifts, book Kev on stage. Go to cameo.com slash Kev on stage right now. During the quarantine, my cameos are only $25. They're usually 100 right now. So book them. I just get 87 cameos for Mother's Day. My thumbs are bleeding. 
My man Spice had to put that joint on mute. <laughs> Yo, I'm over here cracking up. Yeah. That's Spice, man. Run them tanks. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. Man, yeah, right, we got to pad that thing. No, 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 I'm not on it, man. A couple of my friends on it. Why I ain't you on it, it? I don't know, man. Like, I don't, I don't feel, feel comfortable. Like you can say it. You can insult me. I just, I just don't feel comfortable. I mean, it just, it's not for me, man. Like, cause I had, I asked The Rock to do a video for me for one of my frat brothers, and he did it. I was like, oh snap! Like, I wasn't like, I, I don't feel comfortable. Like telling somebody, hey man, just $25 or $50 for my video or whatever for like stuff that people be doing for free. Well, the difference is you have a relationship there with old boy. Kinda. But I yeah, mean, like I, I did I did ballers with him, you know what I'm saying? But that don't mean like I could go somewhere and I'd be like, yo, yo, DJ, what up, baby? You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't... When you got the video, you did that, yo, DJ. That's what I'm saying. He would probably turn around and be like, who this? Who this I dude, would, man? I like that spice, but then I thought about it like this. A lot of people love you, and, and it is an amazing gift to give people who love you a personalized video, even if it's just saying happy birthday. Like, it's a great surprise gift. That's what most of them are for me, right. happy birthday or happy anniversary. Because at first I was like, no, no, man, come on, man. But then people, they start showing me the videos of them giving them to people. And I was like, oh, that's dope, man. I would love to do that. Yeah. Right. And it's also, I get all the- And that's cool. Like, I'm not knocking nobody. No, else. you are knocking those spots. I feel like you, I'm you, not. you feel a way about me. You know what I'm saying? So but it's look, like, it's, it's just like what I said. Not right, not wrong, just different. <laughs> but if it's wrong for you, that means it's not right for me. That's what I feel like. Man, get your shoulder right. That's I got what you need to do. This episode is brought to you by Power Dot. What this is is a specialized machine that it is not brought to you by Power Dot. <laughs> I sent me this, but you uh, need to open it. I am that's, that's the only way it works is if you open it and actually use it. I mean, there's a, oh, we get we get an exclusive. I'm getting the unwrapping <laughs> right after this podcast episode. I'm gonna try it out. My sure. word, I what is it? Sure. What is it? Uh, Tell me more. Somebody said $25 for him saying, get them cheeks. <laughs> if you just put that, I only say run them cheeks, you would be you would make seven grand in the first month, Spice. Yo, that ringtone would be hot. Run them cheeks. <laughs> All right, please let me get back to this episode before my wife kills her. All right. Uh, Yo, someone wrote, not going to lie, these promos be making me, and I thought he said, want to uh, die? But it said, uh, want to buy things. So Listen, like, oh. this is the only way we get paid from the podcast. Yeah. I don't buy this stuff. They will email us and be like, this ain't really working. We're going to delete the rest of the ad. So hey, we should buy it, man. Yeah, man. Buy everything we said, bro. All right. <clears throat> we got like 20 more minutes before we got to let y'all go. So uh, the other ones I want to know. Uh, well, actually, y'all didn't answer about your finances. Oh, the finance. Yeah, go ahead, Spice. My wife is a pharmacist, so she was making her own bread. And then, you know, I played in a in the NFL, so you know the checks was rolling in. But I would say the thing that helped me was our communication, like just involving her in everything, whether that's investments, whether that's you know stocks and bonds, whether that's four hundred one k. Because a lot of times, you know, I just I made my money and she made her money, and we just we had joint accounts because we went to a lot of um conferences and stuff like that before we got married so yeah. 
that really wasn't a big issue for us. So we did a, a lot of things like proactively before we got married, which helped out a lot because sometimes you get married and then you start finding out all of this stuff. So mm-hmm. we got we got like down and dirty like before we got married, like while we were like still dating, when we got engaged and then, uh, you know, once we got married, we continued doing some of the same things that we learned from all these conferences. So we kind of got married and, and hit the ground running. So like finances really wasn't an issue for us, but we kind of, I made my money uh, through football and she made her money with uh pharmacy. But then, you I know. I was a pharmacist. She's still practicing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's, um, she, she keeps up to date with her licenses. Like she has a license and illinois and florida and michigan so uh but yeah like i i don't want to be the one to be like oh i don't want you to work no more whatever like i seen how hard she worked going to school and um you know i used to call her on saturdays when we were in college she's like oh i'm studying like what don't be studying on saturdays man like i think she was lying dog but she she used to be working like she used to be in the library at night when i used to call her I just be like, man, you lying, dog. <laughs> but she's she's being that much studying, dog. Like for real. So I mean, she she really put it in the work, dog. For real. Does she pay the bills or do you, Spice? Say that again. Does she pay the bills or do you? We both do it. Like it's just like if you see something that need to be done, then you just do it, whatever. So oh, I'm gonna be tripping. Pays the bills. Sometimes I might miss something like True Green came by the house, <clears throat> did something to the lawn or whatever for like mosquitoes and all this other type of stuff. And she paid it. And I was like, all right, cool. Yeah, I pay for the Postmates, Uber Eats. Um, that's kind of like what I handle. And then like the mortgage and stuff. She she take care of that. Got that. Speaking of Postmates, <laughs> you can get a Groupon for $25. That's interesting you mentioned that because <clears throat> uh, no, in our house, the uh, the money thing. One of the biggest fights we had, uh, because basically, I married my wife right when she was finishing college, and um, we actually got married right before she did the last semester. And her family was like, "Oh, y'all, no, she's never gonna finish college." And I was like, "No, she's gonna finish college. We just want to get married now, so we don't have to wait a full year." <clears throat> she ended up going back finishing, and then she got into a couple fields, and she realized like, "Oh, I don't actually like these fields." So she was working and like building her way up the ladder and then was like, I don't want to do this anymore. So I ended up being the breadwinner. And, um, you know, what I realized was this, that can create a lot of um, insecurity for people. You know what I'm saying? Like to have someone else making money and then you're not making money and just feel like, what am I? Am I like the the dead weight of this relationship? Yeah. There's like a lot of self like guilt, even though I never made her feel that way. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of that <clears throat> guilt. And she's like, what are you, my dad? Like, do I got to ask for money? And I was like, no, babe, like this ain't, you know? So that was a, that was a tension point for us because she's a strong, independent woman, feminist, like I'm not trying to hear any of this. So we would actually, um, we'd have arguments about things in the house where I'd say, Hey, like I need time to go do my job because this is what provides us money and it makes us good money. So if I'd be like, hey, she'd be like, hey, can you clean the whole house with me? And I'd be like, yo, I'm going to pay someone to come clean the whole house. And I'd be like, it's $100 or whatever, 150 And it's like, it's going to give me my entire day back. And yeah. in that day, I can make a song that could generate 
a hundred grand or something. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. you, I, I'm trying to weigh out. I'm trying to show her like it's not smart to use my time this way if my time can be used for generating this. And so, you know, I'm super like career oriented. I'm like, I want to go to the top. I want to do my thing. I want to utilize every minute. And so that became a thing where she was like, oh my God, are you like a white glove? Kind of like, I don't do any work around the house. Kind of. I'm like, nah, you just, there's only one, there's only one person in the world who can do my job. It's me. Yeah. There's no other Andy Minios in the world, right? So I'm like, I need to be able to use my time this way because I got to deliver this album. So that created a lot of tension for us. But I think now over the years, she she's understood that. And it's us- it usually takes people who aren't you to tell your wife the same exact thing and then they'll listen. Uh, this is what my wife says about me. It tell- takes people telling me what she said and then I'll listen. That's right. It's funny because I'm the same way. I'm like, bruh. I don't, it, it's all about maximizing my time and creative energy, which I only have a certain allotted amount of, you know, per day. And I just don't want to clean the house. Like that hundred dollars, that video I make today could pay for a housekeeper for six months, a year, depending right. on the video. Like, and also I just don't want to do that. <laughs> it's unnecessary. <laughs> like my wife wants, and her love language is um, quality time and, um, uh yeah my wife's was quality time for sure quality it, time words of affirmation no that's me what were the other one uh, oh acts of service acts of service so that's why it was like oh you know like i could show her that cleaning the house is is um like how i love you you know but at the same time yeah, you want to cheeks run them cheeks she can't clean the house Thinking of, like, seriously, Spice, no lie. One of the things I realized is that if we go to bed, right, and there's a pile of laundry in the in the room that needs to be folded and put away, and I'm trying to get her to run them cheeks, she can't focus if she sees that pile of clothes. And I'm like, bro, don't know about, let's turn the lights off. If you can't oh, see, it ain't- I already know what you're talking about. Get them, throw them joints in the closet real quick so she can't yeah. see it, and then you will get to it later. Right, and no, my my folding game is so terrible. But I mean, I do it for the cheeks. For the cheeks, I And listen, bro, cheeks if you, is want, if you want them cheeks brand for you, you got to make sure your balls are in good shape. You can't come in here with hairy, unkept balls. If you're bored in the house, why not shave your balls? Our sponsor today, Manscaped, is here to make sure your balls are smooth while you or your partner are playing with them. Manscaped promotes clean hygiene when it comes to shaving your balls. Thanks to the lawnmower 3.0. Listen, you want to know who shaves their balls? This guy. I'm like, hey, I want to run them cheap. But before I do, let me run this razor over these balls. They got an afro. My balls are civil rights activists in the 70s. They're ready to march. And right now, I got to give them the low even. A dark Caesar, if you will. The perfect package 3.0 kit comes with new and improved lawnmower 3.0, waterproof cordless body trimmer, and a ton of other liquid formulations to round out your manscaping routine. This is a third-generation trimmer. features a cutting-edge ceramic blade to prevent manscaping accidents. Millions of balls are about to be nick-free thanks to Manscaped's advanced skin-safe technology. For a limited time, subscribers can get not one, 
but two free gifts. The Shed Travel Bag, valued at $39, and the padded high-performance anti-chafing Manscaped Boxer Brief. This is the perfect package for your perfect package. Get 20% off the free shipping with the code Love Hour at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use the code Love Hour. Make playing with your balls the best part of your day. Thank you, Manscaped. Yo, my man said the perfect package for your perfect package. <laughs> Yo, I have forgotten that man's Honestly, game. Yo, that's an ad that I would never mind running. Like I would have. Oh, it's my favorite one. It is literally my favorite ad. I was, I was not ready. <laughs> I yo. was not ready. Yo, the manscape ads—they—they be writing them crazy like that too. Like I don't even have to add. It literally the first line is. <laughs> Are you bored in the house? In the house, bored. Why not play with your balls? That is the first line. That- <laughs> this is great marketing. Yo, they don't they don't play at all. all right, I'm about to let y'all go, but I just wanted there was a couple other topics because I want to keep this to an hour and respect y'all's time. Um, were there any things in your in your marriage that were hard to talk about with your wife that you wish kind of came out a lot easier? Yeah. Yeah, the ball talk. Yeah. Shout out to Manscaped. Like, hey, man, listen. So I'll tell you right now. My friends. My friends are extroverts. (laughs) Go ahead, Abby. We were in the car one time and she had gotten like a, she she got like a phone call or text from a friend. She was like, yo, my friend's husband just got arrested. And I was like, what happened? It was like, yo, uh, people came to his house and arrested him because of child pornography on his computer. And she was like, she'd been married to this guy for like four, four or five years, something like that. Had no idea that this guy was doing all this. I was like, Oh my God. And then, so she looked at me and she goes, this is right before we get married. She goes, have you ever watched porn? And I was like, yeah, of of course I have. Like, right. I have a cell phone. Like, what do you mean? And she was like, Oh my God have you watched porn since you've known me? Like since we started dating and been like 10 months at that time. And I was like, uh, yeah. And she was like, so you've cheated on me. And I was like, wait, what? No, I, I was like a, a horny and alone one, once last month. Like, I, what do you mean? And, uh, she was like, you've cheated on me. She's like, did, did you masturbate? And I was like, of course I did. I don't know. I wouldn't. What psychopath just watches porn and doesn't do that? So <laughs> just you watch know. it like it's just right. Like serious conversation. He's like, of course I. I mean, I, well, I'm already watching it. What What, what are you expecting? Yeah. <laughs> Baking cookies? I was like, uh, yeah, I'm watching it. Like, what else do you think is about to happen? Like, seriously, can't uh, can't can't be with the one you love. Got to beat the one you with, huh? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> So, so anyway, she was like, nah, you, you like pleasured yourself to somebody else who's not me. And I was like, mm. well, cause I can't pleasure myself with you yet. So we're not doing that either. 
no. Uh, but honestly, it was like she really took it as I cheated on her. Uh, and I never thought of it in that that way. Um, and so we almost did not get married. Literally, like, Dang. Um, two months out, she was like, yo, I feel like I married someone who was living a lie. Um, like, you while watching porn, you were watching pornography. Like, I can't have a relation. I can't walk down that aisle knowing, like, you've been lying to me and, like, cheating on me. And I was like, yo, I never saw it this way. Um, it's not something I'm proud of. It's not something I'm like, yeah, yeah I'm an avid porn watcher. I love, you know. Uh, it's just been a struggle of mine throughout the years to like kick that habit um, because it's something I would go to in loneliness or, you know, uh, horniness or any of those other things. Right. Yeah. And so um, she was so taken aback by that. We almost didn't get married. She was like, you need to go to counseling and all this stuff. And so um, that, that one almost took us out. And I was like, I was literally preparing, like, all right, all the, the wedding invitations we sent, all these things, like, oh, they got to be canceled. Um, and I had- Was your wife grew up happy, Andy? Say what? Was your wife really into the church? She grew up churchy? Yeah, her, like, uncles and stuff were pastors, mm -hmm. like, family church stuff. Um, but, yeah, she, she wasn't, like, a prude girl, but she had never watched porn. She was just like- why would I watch porn? It doesn't even make sense to me. Like, yeah. So, <clears throat> and to this day, she never has. It's just not her bag, you know what I mean? So, uh, I had this moment where, like, we were on the phone, and I said this, and I don't know if I've you ever you ever cried where like your soul broke. Yeah. <laughs> like you're like you just can't control yourself. And I said these words to her. I was on the phone, and she was like, "I'm so disappointed." I said, "You know what? I feel like for the first time, I showed somebody who I really was." And they rejected me for it. Woo! Mm. And I just buckled. And I just, Ugh! and I like, I just dropped the phone and like cried, a, a, like a soul breaking cry. Like I finally let someone see me and they don't want me because of it. And that is the vulnerability that I've never experienced before that. And, um, you know, at that moment, she finally realized, and, and we talked about it after, she was like, this is what it means to marry somebody, is to see all of their flaws, all their mistakes, and still commit through it to be like, I still want you. And, uh, you know, we got over that hump, and we got you know, married, and like, marriage has been incredible for me. I know a lot of guys have been like, you know, oh, man, you're getting married, but watch out. But it's been this amazing journey with my best friend and like mm -hmm. we love each other. We have so much fun. But that was one of the things that almost deterred it. And so I those that was one of the things I wish she would have known earlier on. Um, but I don't know how she would have, you know, it was the uh, intimacy created that conversation. I'm gonna tell you, bro, that that's so breaking. <clears throat> I think I've only had that cry with my wife um a couple times. And it'd be like there's so much about being a man is for me, I don't want to speak for every man, but it was strength associated with never breaking, never being weak, never being scared, never being any of that stuff. And Melissa kind of called me out on it, especially because like the more my career picked up, the more I traveled, the, you know, the, the fewer amount of time we'd have together. And she was like, bro, this all this travel is like it's great for you. Don't get me wrong. But like we have very limited time. And that means the time we have together has to be real, it has to be deep, has to be open and honest. And you can't share only your victories with me. You got to share your fears. And when I started that, it was like, bro, like, cause I don't, even, 
you know, with your boys, you don't ever be like, hey, man, you know, I'm scared of this, man. What if my tour don't sell? What if whatever? What if, right. you know, blah, blah, Like, you know, it, it, me and my friends just don't have conversations like that. It's, you know, mostly braggadocious and stuff. So mm-hmm. she was asking me to me to feel feelings that I didn't even confront within my own self, much less mm-hmm. her or my friends. And there was no therapist at this time. So I was just like, nah, it's just like, if I open up that feeling, I can't close that door back. You know what I'm saying? It was like those mm-hmm. feelings are pressed down forever. And once you open them, they like they came rushing out. So for yeah. me, it was about like, uh, I wish I was able to be vulnerable with her earlier because I realized there was a lot of stuff she could take. Because for me, I thought she couldn't take this mm-hmm. truth. You can't take this honestly. I'm Kim on stage. If I start talking about what if I fail, then what are you going to think? Because you already be scared about not making money. If I tell you that I be scared too, then you really going to be tripping. So I got to act like I ain't scared and be the strong one, you know, for both of us. But I realized that, that number one, it wasn't fair. And then I'm also kind of carrying some of her burden and also not really being 100% with her. I'm just being the like good day version of myself. And that yeah, you're, tr- you're also trying to have her feelings for her. Yes. You're like, I'm trying to have your feelings. It's like, let that per- respect that person enough to let them have their own emotions, have their feelings about it because they're that's grown tough, enough, man. they're adult enough. You know, they're and and that's your partner. So, but I'm sorry, I'm interrupting. No, having your feel, uh, trying to have their feelings for them is great. Were you going to say something, Spice? Yeah, that's some therapy talk for you right there. No, no I was saying that's that's tough. That's tough to do, man. That's I, all I was saying. No, that's good, Andy. I, I've never heard it phrased like that, but that is absolutely what I do. Like, you know, I would I would plan out her action and and decide what she was going to do, and therefore. In my mind, there was no reason to actually have that conversation with her. Right. And so many times when I did that, I was wrong. I was like way off from her. I'm, I'm wrong all the time. Bru- oh my gosh, bro, <laughs> bro, bro. I don't, I don't, I don't know how to follow that, guys. I mean, I, I almost don't even want to say what I got going on. I mean, Andy was so like transparent and vulnerable with it. Another ad. <laughs> Talk space is an amazing thing. <laughs> I did have a talk space ad uh, before, but no, nah, I think that's super, um, that's super dope, Andy. I think especially the crazy thing about porn specifically is for a dude growing up, it is, I'm going to just say for me, it was almost expected. You should be watching that. Like if you don't like my friends are like, what do you mean? You ain't like, we, we supposed to be watching this, but you know what I mean? But for Melissa growing up in the church, that was like, that was just not a common thing. So I remember when I had to tell her, or she asked me, I was like, what? Porn? Me? No. Yes. Sometimes. Since I remember the one time she asked me, how'd you watch porn since we've been married? And I was like, yes. <laughs> I did promise you, bro. I did not. I wanted to lie so bad. The lie was right there. Like, pick me. Pick me, I'll protect you. And I was like, bro, yeah. it'd have been worse if you like my conscience would eat me alive, man. That's the thing. Like, I knew I could not lie to her. This was like our first year, maybe our first or second year. And I was just like, made you feel but super it, trash. Oh, so trash, man. And I'm gonna tell you, bro, one of the hardest things I ever even had to say, and this ain't even super deep, it shouldn't be. It was really hard for me to tell my wife she hurt my feelings. Like, just mm. to say 
you hurt my feelings made me feel like I'm weak. Like, I, bro, I ain't hurt my feelings because I'm for real. I'm from the street. I'm from the dirt. And I'm not, though. I'm from a military family. Like, I don't, I should be okay with doing that. But I'm <laughs> you hurt my feelings. And that felt so weak to say. But I needed her to know because I was, re I was reacting in hurt. But she wasn't mm -hmm. aware that she was doing hurt my feelings. You know what right. I'm saying? So there's no really better way to explain it. But, like, bro, you kind of hurt my feelings when you, when you said this, or I said this to you and you, you kind of diminished my feelings. Like that made me feel away. And even though, even as I'm just telling y'all in the back of my mind, I'm like, man, come on, man. Spice is strong and Andy's a rapper. What if I tell them the truth and this Spice makes a video about me or Andy rapper about me? Like I'm supposed to be, you know, <laughs> I'm supposed to be strong. You know what I'm saying? But I realized that that sort of like bravado and like fake toughness really just hurt our marriage anyway. You know what I'm saying? Like she yeah. was looking for, that version of me that is the best version. She was looking for the real, actual person that she married, yeah. you know, as, as we kind of ate. Yeah, All that's right. there's a phrase, um, and Jay-Z used it in a rap, that it's like a therapy phrase, though. He said, you can't heal what you don't reveal. And um, th that's the truth, is like, <clears throat> if you don't tell somebody you're hurt, you can't get healing from it. You know, yeah. when you have hurt and you don't share it, you end up just uh, getting resentment. That's yep. what happens when you hold on to hold on to a hurt. So mm -hmm. there's been um like it, it's it sucks that what is considered manhood in um in our culture is just basically like how much money you can make, how much you can do on like a football field or or baseball field or whatever, like, and then you know how many girls you can sleep with. And mm -hmm. uh, when I think about like Jesus, for me, he's like the model of like I'm trying to be like Jesus, right? Like he's my right. model in life. I'm like, all right, how do I be more like him? Dude didn't have money. He was homeless. <laughs> he didn't have a wife. And it says nothing about him, his like athletic prowess. And I'm like, oh, so our models are totally different, right? Yeah. And it sucks that the to share like your actual feelings and emotions is considered weak, or people say it's a feminine trait and they say all these things. It's actually the one of the hardest things on the planet to do is to be oh, sure. So it's like it's it's actually the thing that makes you most like a man is your willingness to step into your feelings, your emotions, and to own them and to grow and not be this dysfunctional, closed off father or husband who just kind of like dismisses everything, right? It's like to but be single, single, single dudes will never get that. No, they they will never get that. It's hard to because even the persona that I feel like I had to create as a single guy made it hard to be a married guy. You right. know, what I'm That's like right. you have to, those over. yeah, you got to position yourself like you got it all together and this and that. And you feel like, you know, and, and some women, not, not my wife, but some women will take advantage of you for feeling your feelings, will make fun of you, which makes it harder and stuff. But, you know, if you're going to be married for this will be our 16th year in marriage, you're not just going to be able to do that being certain. Yeah. Like yeah, you can't just build a marriage on cheeks. No, bro, ain't enough cheap nah. running in the world to get you through 16 years. Because if she's not feeling close to you, she not want to be You're that. Not giving no cheeks. Yeah, the cheeks ain't gonna be ran. The cheeks are the cheeks are ice cold. Yeah. The cheeks are running. Vulnerable, like oh man. Like, All right, look. Since since we being vulnerable and we being transparent, here's here's your boy's deal right here. Okay. Now, I grew up in a single parent home. It's just my mom and me. My dad went to prison when I was four. He didn't get out till I was, what, 30, 28, 30, something like that. So it was just me and my mom. So, you know what I mean? You can imagine all the sacrifice 
that she had to go through raising a kid up in Detroit, east side of Detroit, you know, gang violence, shooting, gambling, you know, all my family in and out of jail. So she sheltered me from that. She made me play football. I play football. I get a scholarship to go to Penn State, go to Penn State, get drafted, San Francisco, go to Chicago, get married. Now your baby is getting married, right? So, you know, my wife dealing with my mom, that is an issue. Mm-hmm. That is an issue that we have because this is her baby. I'm the only child. I don't have no brothers and sisters. It's just me and my mom. That's and she it. she took so, you from her, right? According to my mom, yeah. But, right, you know, right, it's, right. It's, it's leave and cleave. Yeah. Like my mom liked to hit me with all these different scriptures. But she leave out that one. <laughs> I got to leave and cleave, moms. You know what I'm saying? And I understand, like, and, and it's hard, man, you know, because I'm because I'm the only one. But right. that, that 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 was a big issue that, you know, we still kind of working through right now. But I mean, it's, it's getting it's getting a lot better, man. But it's just like the fact that I have my own family now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, I get it's when my eyelids open in the morning, like I'm responsible for five other people immediately. Yeah. Yeah. Immediately. And so, you know, my, my mom is feeling like, ah, oh, you know, I'm, I'm kind of left out, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But she got to understand, like, you know, I have this family right now and I'm very hands on with my family. I know what it's like to grow up without the dad being there. Right. So That's I want to make sure that I'm there every single day. Like I never played catch with my dad. Or yeah. just like my dad never seen a football game, never seen me graduate, never seen anything, never seen like me get married, never seen, you know, you know, his kids, like not like none of that stuff. Yeah. Never seen my That's kids. Hurtful, man. Yeah, man. So, you know, it's just something that, you know, you got to deal with, especially, you know, a single parent who like sacrificed so much for her baby. That's you know, right. just yeah. But it's yeah, it's, too it's real. My mom, she felt that same way. There was like a little animosity between my wife in the beginning. She would never admit that, you know, but um, my, my wife felt it and stuff. And what I realized is my mom is probably similar to your mom where she didn't have the husband around, the person to build the relationship with. You said your dad was off to prison. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Did she end up getting married again or something? My mom? Yeah. Yeah. Single to, through the, that time. to this dude, man, he was the worst. Man, we had a fight. I'm talking about a fist fight, dog. I'm like 12. No, that's a whole nother story. Man. <laughs> yeah, we need another hour at some point. <laughs> the comments is going crazy, like, bro, please bring Andy back and please bring Spice back. <laughs> Their wives back. The people are asking for the return of Andy yeah. and Spice. Yeah, we'll, actually, do, we'll do another one, man. This I, is crazy. I, I low key didn't want to ask y'all to be on this podcast. Why? why? I'm gonna tell you why. I have a. Is this an ad, man? No, no, no. <laughs> this is real. real. This is real. I have a problem asking for anything of my friends, especially people like you with followings and, and numbers and you know all this, because I know that everybody's always asking us for everything for their best episode and stuff. 
But I, so I was like, man, I mean, you know, like Spice, my boy, you know, me and Andy was on the tour bus. But I, don't, I ain't really never asked him for no favor. And then when y'all answered so quick, I was like, bro, maybe I was just tripping. Like, I don't, you know what I mean? Like, I don't want ever to, I, I never want to feel like people of my friends, especially to feel like I'm taking advantage of a relationship. Kind of like Spice was saying with the, with the cameo thing. Uh, and now I kind of feel like, bro, this is dumb. Like, we all just sit in the house. They they don't seem to be that bothered by it. You know what I'm saying? This is a great conversation. But part of my manhood is like, well, not about manhood, but part of my way I approach my life is I got to get it everything the way I got to do it. So anyway, we'll pick this up next time. Uh, I promise Spice an hour. I appreciate y'all for coming. Follow Spice at SpiceAdams.com. I mean, Spice Adams online and SpiceAdams.com. Andy, uh, follow Andy at Andy Minio. And we'll get him back another time. Appreciate y'all. Thank y'all so and much. I'm just going to leave y'all with this. I do have a song called Shame, uh, which actually talks about that whole porn situation. Uh, it's on an album that came out. And so, yeah, just dig into my catalog a little bit. You'll find some of these records. Just dropped a new song with Marty called uh, Talk to God. So it's a, you know, there's a lot of new music coming out. So that's the way y'all could support me too. Of course. Check out Andy's music. Check out Spice's videos. Appreciate y'all so much. See y'all next time. All right, man. Let all right, man. All right, Spice. Appreciate y'all. All right, man. Show.